When Sylvia Jones was made health minister, I really thought we'd hear more from her. Maybe it's because a lot's going on behind the scenes. We can hope. But I I just got the sense that she would be a far more public figure than she was. And I know we kind of got lulled into the fact that the health minister and deputy premier during the pandemic was certainly front and center. I know, I know. But I, I thought we would hear more from Sylvia Jones. One thing that we heard last month was that she was giving the College of Nurses of Ontario some time to plan to get registration done for professionals who had been internationally educated in nursing so that they could become nurses here. So take that process and find a way to make this move more smoothly because it can be very difficult if you're internationally educated to say, here is my training, here is my education, and we can all understand that, right? You want checks and balances. You want to make sure that you didn't buy your degree over Archie's Fish Shack. You want that to make sense you want you want because this will happen i mean there are a number of people who will not be able to get into whatever program it is here in north america and they can still find other places around the world where they can go and take that program are there limitations if they try to return sometimes depends on what the program is so sylvia jones the health minister had laid this out for the ontario college of nurses last month this week she said get on it she said go now let's do this now so what does this mean well it means that the over 5,000 non-practicing nurses who are here in Ontario can hopefully get things fast-tracked and can find a way into jobs, even in hospitals. So we had an opportunity to check in on this from a couple of different directions at the very same time. Sarah Smith is the manager of nursing professional practice at London Health Sciences Center, and Jose Viamater is an internationally educated nurse. And we had a chance to speak with both of them earlier today. And before we even got into this latest change that has been made, Sarah began by bringing us up to date on just how everybody is doing right now in nursing at London Health Sciences Centre. You know, things are tough. Um, You know, burnout is real. And uh, we continue to experience, uh, you know, and hear stories of nurses that are uh, leaving uh, hospital nursing, uh, even leaving the profession. And so uh, we're, um, you know, we, we have lots of staffing shortages in the hospital and we continue to face big challenges that uh, are tough to address. Uh, and so uh, these issues continue to, uh, to, to, to trouble us and uh, we work to find lots of different solutions. So, yeah. Sarah, one of the things we have heard is when it comes to solutions, we could look outside Canada's own borders. And that's mm-hmm. something that certainly is always an option. How does that even work? Yeah, so... Um, we actually don't have to look outside our borders. We have um, thousands of internationally educated nurses already living in the province. In fact, we have internationally educated nurses within our own organization working in non 
regulated roles that are here already with an interest in healthcare and working towards registration. So, uh, you know, there are people available, but they face a lot of challenges that Jose can speak to, um, you know, uh, you know, at, at some point during this, this uh, discussion, but, uh, but we, uh, you know, there are people out there, uh, people that are willing uh, and, uh, and, and uh, available to work and interested in healthcare and in, nursing and in making a difference. So uh, it, it's about, um, you know, helping support them through these challenges and, and expediting the process as much as we can. We're talking with Sarah Smith, Manager of Nursing Professional Practice at London Health Sciences Centre. And we are going to be hearing in just a moment from Jose Villamatter, who is an internationally educated nurse at London Health Sciences Centre. And we'll talk about that journey and how that has happened. So, Sarah, you mentioned we have all of these nurses they are trained, they are educated, but what is the thing that prevents them from just walking in the door and perhaps getting a job at a hospital? Yeah, so internationally educated nurses do bring a huge variety of experiences and a wealth of knowledge and experience to uh, to their, uh, their current position. But uh, often they face challenges in achieving registration. Ontario is one of the... Uh, um, you know, the, the province is one of the jurisdictions that is the, the has the most uh, kind of delays in registering uh, internationally educated nurses in Canada. And so um, uh, it, it, they face a lot of challenges and it's expensive. And so um, hopefully some of the changes announced at Queen's Park this week will really just uh, break down some of those barriers and challenges and expedite uh, us getting uh, these nurses hired and onboarded. And Sarah, what could that mean for your staff? How could that help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I anticipate, you know, that um, all of the staff will welcome, um, you know, extra support and extra people. Um, uh, you know, um, it, it will be a huge, um, uh, a huge benefit. And we, we really welcome the extra support uh, here. So we're really excited about the change. Uh, excited that the, the ministry and the College of Nurses are working together. Uh, it's going to be very meaningful to have uh, these individuals join our organization. Well, let's look at this from a different perspective. We're talking with Sarah Smith, Manager of Nursing Professional Practice at London Health Sciences Centre. But Jose Villamater is with us. And Jose is an internationally educated nurse. So, Jose, let's talk about your story. What brought you to Canada? Yeah, so my story looked like this. My family, um, we're already here in Canada. And I was um, back home in the Philippines um, so the only logical thing for me to do is, of course, to move to Canada, but it wasn't easy. It took them like three years, maybe more, um, to, to, for me to get my license, even though um, I'm on time in submitting all the requirements. It's just a very long process. So looking forward um, to what the CNO proposed and what the Ministry of Health responded positively, I'm, I'm very excited for um, the changes that are I'm going to happen for my fellow internationally educated nurses. And when you look at the training that you received, so you were educated in the Philippines or you were educated here? I'm educated in the Philippines. So the thing with um, when you move to Canada, you have to have certain qualifications, right? That includes a lot of experience in your field. So IENs here are fully experienced nurses. They're fully equipped with knowledge judgment and skills from their respective countries. But 
Um, of course, they will still have to go through a process where in the CNO will have to make sure that um, it is actually compatible to that of a Canadian standard. And um, that prolongs the process for um, people like, like, like myself, edu- internationally educated nurses. Would that process cost you any money? It is very expensive. Um, in terms of registration, application, and then the examination, um, yeah, it, it adds up. It's, it's expensive. And when you move here and you don't have or you cannot practice nursing because you don't have license, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. And I think it's one of the barriers that, you know, that delays the, um, the registration of the IENs. And I am excited that um, the government response was to provide or to cover expenses such as registration, examination, and the, the whole process, not just for IENs, but also for retired nurses who are willing to go back to the workforce. We're talking with Jose Villamater, who is an internationally educated nurse at London Health Sciences Center. So Jose, where do things sit in terms of you working at LHSC? Yeah, so I am very excited, very happy, um, obviously, to be part of the organization. Um, and right now I'm working as a clinical educator. And one of the things that I do is to mentor new nurses, including the IENs or the internationally educated nurses. Wow. And tell us a little bit about what they're saying about some of these changes and what it could mean for them. I cannot really speak on behalf of the IENs. I can only speak on uh, like on behalf of myself. But comparing this to my experience, it will definitely, you know, it's a very positive change. Like you can get temporary license um, under um, temporary class um, within six months. So even though you don't have your license yet, you can actually practice and um, public shouldn't worry about this because this is a supervised practice, meaning um, these nurses who have their license temporarily will be um, overseen by um, the NPs or registered nurses or registered um, practical nurses. So financial support is, is, um, is of course, necessary for, for this to, um, to be a success. Jose Villamater with us. We're also talking with Sarah Smith, Manager of Nursing Professional Practice at London Health Sciences Centre. Sarah, maybe one last thing, and and that is as you look at where this could go next, and I know we've talked about what it could mean for staffing levels, but what do you see this meaning overall? Uh, yeah, so we're um, we're really excited. We already have uh, an established partnership with the College of Nurses. And so building on that relationship and the processes that we've already built will be um, a natural uh, step for Leonard Health Sciences Centre. We're also really used to working with temporarily certified nurses. This is something that's a longstanding practice. And the organization, uh, not only our organization, but all organizations will be really familiar with uh, hiring a temporary, temporarily certified nurses. This is something that we do for new grads that are educated in Ontario already. So uh, I, I anticipate after these changes are implemented, we will Im- immediately be able to hire uh, temporarily registered nurses uh, who are internationally educated. So it, it should make an immediate difference. Uh, and we're just really excited about this change. And can temporary change to non-temporary? Yeah, so um, the, the college is proposing that this temporary temporary certification uh, is, is something that they're willing to do for IENs to allow them to become permanently certified. So this is a process, uh, again, that we are already familiar with in healthcare and can easily adapt um, uh, the same process for for IEN. So uh, it will uh, it will be uh, fairly straightforward for us to implement this. 
Well, sounds like it could be a big help to a very fatigued healthcare system. Sarah, Jose, thank you so much for telling the story for us today. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Sarah Smith, Manager of Nursing Professional Practice at London Health Sciences Center, and Jose Villamater, who is an internationally educated nurse. Is it an ideal solution? Well, it's something that should be happening everywhere, not just in nursing. We need to spend more time and make it less difficult to go through the process in order to take a certification you get somewhere else that could apply to here and allow you to do what you do best here.